I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light on Light Through, episode 227, my review of Station Eleven, the first three episodes. Well, with Apple TV Plus's run of superb science fiction, Foundation, Invasion, and Finch, temporarily on pause. It looks like HBO Max has picked up the slack with a powerful new series, Station Eleven, a new Matrix movie coming up next week, and let's not forget the first half of Dune this past October. The first three episodes of Station Eleven introduce us to a complex, perilous beauty of a story. It's a story about the passion and agony of creating art, about bringing a story into being. And oh yeah, it's a story about, quote, the end of the world, unquote, due to a super virulent flu. Hmm, that sounds all too familiar. That kills over 99% of the population. Hey, it makes me think that maybe we're not doing so badly here in our own pandemic, our off-screen reality. But back on Station Eleven, that flu kills over 99% of the population, but not everyone. So it's almost the end of the world. And therein lies the heart of this series. A heart within a heart. A play within a play because Station Eleven is not only the name of this series, it's the name of a book that Miranda, outstandingly performed by Danielle Deadweiler, by the way, a major character in this series, wrote. That is, Miranda wrote a book called Station Eleven in the Station Eleven series. By the way, this is a much more appropriate meta than what Facebook says it's becoming. At least I would say so. But back to the series. That book is more than a mere prop for a meta title. It's something that, quote, ruined my life, unquote, as said by Miranda, the author of the book, as well as her husband. The series unfolds in a mode first perfected in Lost. Now, or close to now, when the extinction-level pandemic strikes, and 20 years into the future, when we see how a small group of survivors struggles, and at this point, perhaps triumphs in a way. When we're in the now, we see flash-forwards, And here, let me give a shout out to Rob Sawyer, who came up with that excellent term way back in 1999 with his book, Flash Forward. And we also see in the future flashbacks to the present. And the story flashes back and forth from the present to the future, from the future to the present. Now, this makes the story a little difficult to follow, but I think it's well worth that price. Because Station Eleven, in just three episodes, has already unfolded a rich 
memorable tapestry of characters and humanity as they, quote, look over the damage, unquote. Another one of the mantras of this series. There are spoilers ahead. So stop listening if you haven't seen this. But let me continue with this review. It's already left us with all kinds of questions. Why exactly did Kirsten, well played by Mackenzie Davis, with great facial expressions that in themselves tell the story, why exactly did Kirsten, with those facial expressions, try to kill that guy, I think his name was Prophet, in episode 1.2? Because he said Kristen and her troop were, quote, monsters, unquote. There must be more to that stabbing, but that's good grist for the continuing narrative. I'll also mention that this series, based on the novel by Emily St. John Mandel that I haven't read, is evocatively photographed and accompanied by outstanding music, including Dylan's Don't Think Twice. Well, I'm not going to think twice about continuing to watch and review this vivid series. Well, I hope you enjoyed that review of the first three episodes of Station Eleven. I will be back here with my review of the next few episodes, which will be on next week, as well as a review, as I've been mentioning, of the new Matrix movie. And I'll also be getting back to reviews of Dexter New Blood. So stay tuned for lots of excitement in the weeks and months ahead. And in the meantime, stay safe, stay sound, and enjoy. The Light on Light Through Podcast. AD. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still codes about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries.